Oh no, I have highlighted lines in my Kindle. <laughs> I did not bring my Kindle down here, so that's they're not well thought out. We're just we're doing this out. off the cuff. It's fine. That's like, okay, mm-hmm. no dramatic readings. I no dramatic just readings. Remember no. the book as best as I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Love this it. is a book that had some characters in it. There might have been some plot. Yeah, we'll there was some plot. There was. Might have been hey everyone, welcome good... to the Hyde. Yeah. Hyde. <laughs> Hey, you did the Danny thing. <laughs> did, hey, everyone, it. welcome to the High Repod Lick. Uh, hey. This is the Rogue Potters spinoff. We're just going to casually chat about the High Republic books with whoever read whatever books. So uh, I'm Supreme Leader Danny, and joining me today is no, Grand no, Master you can't just Staff appoint yourself. And <laughs> I can't really agree to yourself. <laughs> I mean, I would agree to I, it, but he can't. I appointed myself. They can't, they can't just do it themselves. We have to agree to it. Okay, we'll have a vote. All in favor? Great. We have a majority. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> yes, so you're that's all I wanted. <laughs> I just wanted us to agree. <laughs> right, you, on the you. other hand, can sit on the council, but you'll not be a contributing member. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> galaxy is at peace, ruled by the glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. This is the era of the High Republic. So the High Republic. It's a yeah. thing. What did uh, what y'all think of uh, our first book here? So by the way, we're talking about Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, and we have no notes, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna freeform it. it. So maybe this yeah. will go for five minutes, and we'll be good. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully we have more to say than that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, and this is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion. So if you've not read the book yet. Um, wait until you've read the book and then come back because we're talking about everything from start to finish. All right. So I should listen to this later then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I don't know what spoilers are going to happen here, but I feel like I'm going to be unhappy about them. We haven't really talked much about like the High Republic and our interest in it. I think that I was certainly trepidatious going into it. Um, But so I'm kind of curious now that you've read this first book, like are you excited about this? Are you kind of like, what the hell? Like, where where do you stand on the High Republic after having read the first entry? I will say the only thing I knew about High Republic going into this book was that it was this big thing Lucasfilm was doing. I like didn't pay attention to like the excerpts or like these character teases. Like I had no idea what was coming. I just knew like, oh, this is a big thing that Lucasfilm was doing. I should probably like pay attention or something. And then I read this book and I'm now all in. I loved it. I this loved is amazing. It. Um, I came into it as similar to Heath. Like I, I knew there was stuff happening, but whenever character things came out, I was like, I'm going to forget these because I'm useless to people. Um, and I didn't read any excerpts or anything. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really, I really, I really enjoyed the book. I wouldn't say it was like, everyone else seems to like really love it, but I am also, I have a weird <laughs> taste in books. So it's not like my favorite, but it was like, a really solid opener to this and I am now keen to read more. 
I mean, I, th- I feel like that's the most positive review I've heard you give a book maybe ever. So <laughs> Yeah, if it's not like an Alex Freed book, this is pretty high praise. <laughs> this is like one of those books, if I'd read it through my like Legends read-through of books, like I would have, this would have thoroughly been one of the books I remembered for being good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I'm the same way where I, I'm actually, I'm pretty easy to please when it comes to Star Wars books. And I think that like, I like this book and I just like what's happening around the High Republic. Like we're going into a little bit of a dry spell here as far as like movies and TV shows go, but it seems like Star Wars is like, we're making this a thing and I'm, I'm okay with that. It's kind of fun that like the publishing side of things gets to have the, the spotlight in this way, especially because as far as behind the scenes, at least from an author perspective, there's more diversity on the publishing side of things than there is on the television and movie side of things. So um, it's nice that these folks are getting a chance to be spotlighted and also um, that Star Wars is like taking it seriously and giving them that spotlight. Diverse characters and stories too. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of of characters of color, a lot of, well, I say a lot of, I noticed one gay couple on it, which is, you know, yeah i'm hoping for more on the lgbt front yeah Yeah. i'll say i mean it's so casual now that they just throw it in i'm like oh star wars has another gay character yeah (laughs) yeah right like that would have been a big deal a few years ago if that was in a book now it's like you can do better that felt a little avengers end (laughs) game-ish representation to me and also given the lineup of authors i have no doubt that there will be more oh, yeah. in, in bigger for roles sure. or more reveals about characters we've already met that just right. like that, for a lot of the jedi the thing... we haven't learned about their personal yeah. lives because they're jedi right yeah. yeah like any of them yeah yeah one thing i will say that i did like about it is it did have a big legends feel to it like it felt like something i would have read when i was reading all my legend stuff but like not in a bad way if that makes sense because a lot of legends is bad but it was like really fun objectively um, like, we've established fun. that on this podcast yeah <laughs> yeah it was fun there was like interesting stuff happening that was different to like the movies and everything like different perspectives on the jedi and like explorations of the space and all of that and it felt a lot like earlier legends books because it's like new like the hyperspace travel is still relatively new like the republic hasn't actually like spread across the whole galaxy the outer rim is still like the outer rim um like that feels legends to me in a good way because we're actually discovering new things and learning new things which i love yeah i mean i think it it, it's the most independent it's the most unconnected right of anything we've had from the new canon like maybe rivaled by alphabet yoda and yariel poof are the only connections and yoda was uh, yoda was on sabbatical the entire time so you didn't even see yoda (laughs) so like yariel Yariel was the only one who would have thought Our time. Full character. Who would have thought <laughs> that in the year 2021, Lucasfilm was going to start this brand new, big initiative? Yeah. Star Wars: The High Republic, and people would be like, "Oh, like, is there any connection to the stuff we have seen or read?" And they would be like, "Yeah, Yarrell Poof." Yeah, and I, I like how that one character who connects to the prequel trilogy was like one of the voices that was basically expressing an opinion that's going to take them down the road that we know leads to the prequel trilogy yeah. right like they're yeah. showing the jedi and they're prime they're good they're not quite cops yet but like yariel poof was like they're, we should be more like cops they're on their way <laughs> we should yeah. embrace yariel the military really... industrial complex <laughs> they are law enforcement adjacent definitely an instigator in moving them in that direction yeah. so like yariel i can't poof believe says, I Blue love you, Yariel, but also you're sure. officially a problematic fave. I can't believe <laughs> it was poof this whole time I did it. 
Like, of all of the Jedi Council, if I'd looked at them, I would know I've been like, Garyl Poof was the reason that the Jedi like Garyl Poof looks like a bit of a rat. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say it looks more like a snake. (laughs) Did you see that thing that PETA posted where you shouldn't use insults like chicken or rat because it's species (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not what we're talking about right now. You know, continuing just, to be I, super relevant. I just used rat as an insult, and I feel like we have to talk about it. I thought the exact same thing when you said rat. I, it's so it's so funny. Anyway. Yeah. So, so speaking of rats. So speaking of rats. So, I mean, did, did that work for you all, though? Kind of the, the tonal shift of, like, this is the Jedi in their prime, and this is, you know, yes. they're, they're great, and it's a glorious age, and they have not become the problematic Jedi Order that we see in the prequel era. This is all I've wanted. Like, yeah. I love yeah. the Jedi. Like, I love the Jedi. And it's hard to love the Jedi in the canon that we have in at least the prequels era without anything else that's like, this is what the Jedi were. Like, all we have in canon is just people saying what they were but mm-hmm. no actual like view of it we don't get to see it but i love the jedi when they're like at their prime and we get that finally and it's amazing because they are they're just straight up peacekeepers in this they rock they're good yeah. people yeah and they're just like interest. they're just very obviously motivated by helping people hmm. that's like all they want to do and it's all they care about and there's like, this moment yeah, they're social workers um, right now, aren't they? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, it, it, like, it seems like at this point in time, the Jedi would be like, how can we save as many people as we can, no matter what? Whereas the Jedi of the prequel era would be like, what's the most efficient way to go about this problem? You know, like... Yeah, like, which is why Qui-Gon was such a yeah. rebel, because yeah. it was always like, and ignoring <laughs> tattooing and everything. In general, like, his kind of vibe was like, hope you can when you can is there just like Obi-Wan who was like why are we helping these people we should just go do the thing we need to do right um I also really like because in this because obviously like in the prequels and everything they talk about how the dark side has like tainted the force and everything they can't see what they can but in this like the force has opened all of them and they can like connect to each other a lot more and like kind of network amongst themselves which is just so cool and such a lovely idea like it really does show the compassion of it all one thing I was thinking about while reading this is that it almost felt like the Jedi at this era were kind of like turning a little blind eye to the like connections and oh yeah, definitely attachments. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's actually like alarm bells are going off. Like, yeah, you should not have that rule then. <laughs> <laughs> if like, this is like Jedi are great right now. Everybody loves the Jedi. And like, you're all like, oh, I should, oh, I didn't see that. Like, <laughs> it's fine it's fine yeah like it's like the cool that, camp chaperones right <laughs> it's fine that the, the cool field trip pet. chaperones it's fine that bell has a pet and that these other two jedi are banging bell it's doesn't fine. have a pet the pet is part of the team and they're allowed to care about the team that's, that's <laughs> what the right jedi it's all about how you word it right uh, <laughs> yeah. i think like anyway a lot yeah. of their whole attachments thing was just <laughs> as he said, like an efficient way to deal with it instead of a proper way to deal with it. Because, I mean, the issue isn't having attachments. The issue is not being able to cope with losing those attachments or getting too deep yeah. in them that you can't, like, right. manage it, which is, like, that's why you have therapy. <laughs> and, like, right. you teach people to <laughs> deal with the emotion. All the Jedi ever needed just, was like... a good therapist. <laughs> yeah. All they needed was some that's good That's the only thing the Jedi Order has ever needed is a good therapist. <laughs> Everything would have been okay. 
That's, I mean, isn't like, that every fictional story ever, though? Isn't like, that if life? there was a therapist present, everything would be fine. Yeah, isn't right. Every life? every person in real life. Star Wars is the a universal story. It all would have been okay. <laughs> we can all relate to the good therapist around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, so I, I love how everything felt like it felt very shiny and, and like happy yeah. and utopian. And, and also there's this undercurrent of just like, this this initiative i'm going to call it cuz it's not even a series cuz there's so many different elements to it but the high republic initiative is going to destroy us because oh, it's yeah. going to I'm end so with the fall of the jedi order so like we're starting at the high point and just slowly and like they were planting the seeds i think with the nile clearly are going to have a role in this and just like you could tell I think every story that comes after this is going to be progressively more and more stressful because we're going to be like no stop talk to your therapist that's what i'm excited for we're going to be we're going to be begging for a therapist for the <laughs> yeah. next several years. That's true. Just, please let there just be one book where there's a therapist and they like make things better for a little bit. Right. Even <laughs> if it's just temporary, just give us like, this. <laughs> we can't, we can't just do this the whole time. That was actually one thing that kind of surprised me about this book is like, I went into a, like, they, like the whole thing of it is like shiny, new, optimistic, hopeful. I didn't expect so many people to die in this book. Like right away yeah. at the start, they're like, all these people have probably died. You witnessed this person die. Like straight away, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is. That first more chapter, I was, I was like, I was like really into the characters and I was like putting away every little piece of information they gave me about the characters because I'm one of those people who two pages from now yeah. won't remember the name of the character. So I was like, oh, these are our main characters. I better learn a little bit about them. And then on page like four, they died. <laughs> yeah, I really liked the captain. She's super rootable. <laughs> yeah, I love her. And then chapter her. two, the same thing. It was like the comms age. She was like going to ask the girl yes. out of the date that night. And then he right. died. I was like, I, I can't get attached again. to anyone. <laughs> I fell for it again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I was, was like, like, surely, surely that can't do it a second time. Shame on like, you. Oh, and now, twice. and now here's the main character we're going to follow because he's going to like avenge the death. Yeah. And now he's dead. <laughs> Yep. They like <laughs> kept they kept getting me with it. Like they had a Jedi or something. Was it a Jedi? There was another character like a rushing right nest after that. And, Russian nesting doll deaths to start this book. <laughs> it's yeah, I was not expecting that from like such a like positive optimistic point of view of going into this. I loved it obviously. Like I love that stuff, but I was not prepared for that at all. No. Yeah. I got to say the first like what was it 120 or so page basically the the part one that was mm-hmm. counting down to um to what was the word they used impact, impact yeah count down to impact like holy cow i had i had to read that all in one sitting because it was just so page turningly like stressful and intense yeah. and also such a good way to introduce just like such a like focused like the book itself was really broad and, and wide spanning but like that first introduction was really I, I just appreciate how it was like this very focused thing I'm like here's this disaster happening here are all these characters coming in all the different ways things that they're doing yeah it yeah, felt very like any time yeah right hooked. yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. boom you're in the action here we go <laughs> one streak I think he has for this is like he's largely a comics writer and you can see that in the way he writes like mm. he can really just capture like scenes and not visuals but like he's very strong at building a scene very quickly and building up characters very quickly which i think worked really well especially for 
that whole first part which like yeah was really tense and stressful and really good and I think I stayed up way too late reading it because I was like okay but now it's 40 40 minutes to impact right. that's what happens now it's we're getting closer like surely this isn't going to be the whole book because at first I thought that was gonna be the whole book was like yeah same down. but then that was like no wait we're at the rate we're counting down this can't be the whole book <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like this is not doing like in minutes maybe like 15 yeah. minutes so yeah, kick-ass introduction and then and then yeah, kind of zooming out and showing more of the big picture. But again, connected to this event and sort of the the aftermath, the, the cleanup of, of what happens after the effect. <laughs> With um the second guy, I made I highlighted this in the in the thing. Um Mervin, the the tech in the sick the second <laughs> character you think might be the protagonist who dies. Um his like co-worker is reading jedi romances which i find very funny that i want to read a jedi yeah. romance i want to read yeah. a jedi romance like i love that that's a thing that should definitely be like the in-universe book that they sell as a spin-off oh, yeah. yeah yes i would love that so much i mean you know claudia gray would write the hell out of that oh she yeah. sure would she'd destroy us with it it'd be so yeah. good yeah yeah. Okay. So we are introduced to approximately 750 characters in this oh book. Oh God. Yep. The characters would not stop showing up. <laughs> I don't... There was so many characters. It was like a party where all of your friends invited other people, but you didn't tell them to. <laughs> and people just keep showing up and you're like, no, we ha- <laughs> we're full. I love the team over at Del Rey and I love Charles Soule, but like, I do not understand the decision not to have a cast list in this because like, I can't keep track even of any more We characters. got those with X-Wing, give them to us now. We needed it for this book. And like, luckily <laughs> at the fan community's on it. Like I downloaded the graphic that, yeah. that I don't know Same who had made, but basically yeah. had all the pictures of everyone. And that, that helped the pictures a lot. Were really <laughs> helpful on that graphic. The pictures yeah. really helped. Yeah. Because I had, before I saw that, I like pulled out a notebook and started writing down names and species. <laughs> Oh, and like, smarter than me. Well, I was doing like a family tree of Jedi, <laughs> and at which point I was like, "Someone on the internet has done this. Someone's already done. Yeah, right. <laughs> you need to just ask." <laughs> the, the rule in the world is if you're doing a thing, someone on the internet has probably already done yeah. it. <laughs> Three just days. Just ask. Ago. You'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of characters. So, of those 750 characters, who who jumped out to you as Bell. as uh, yeah, yeah, Jorah Mally. Oh, rip. Yeah, the Togruta. I uh, was like, as soon as she turned up, I was like, I highlighted her name. I was like, I love her. She seems so cool. She's my favorite character move. in the series. It's such a Saf move to stand a character who doesn't make it past the first book. Yeah, Saf. You, you <laughs> brought know, that up on yourself she... and all of us. <laughs> as soon as she died, I was like, God damn it, I did it again. What a, what a Saf move. Foiled again. <laughs> I was so excited about like this cool, like, stubborn like little Togruta Jedi and ugh, I played myself once again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was great though. Like... And I think, I think she's going to be, I think she's one of the main characters in the Claudia Gray book too, though. So, so you'll get oh, one okay. more, one more adventure with her. <sighs> well, I get to read that whole thing knowing she dies. So that's good at least. Right. <laughs> Jenny, is yours the Asaurian? Um, I mean, I did like him. Mikkel, right? Mikkel something. Mikkel I think was yeah, Mikkel. Yeah. I liked him. I we didn't see enough of him, and so there wasn't I'm, enough of him. Yeah. I, I'm excited not, for yeah. the the book that is entirely focused on him. Uh, my ride or die was Porter Angle. 
Porter Angle's mm. so cool. He's so cool. Yeah. Just like this retired Jedi who's still just like hanging out and helping out and making great food. And and the moment that got me, of course, was the way that he was talking to his space horse and like treating a space horse as they were. And, and just like, you can mess with me, but you do not lay a finger on my space mm-hmm. horse. That is where I draw the line and mm-hmm. the cuffs are coming off. I am now an unretired Jedi. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He was really cool. I like, also he like introduced the really cool idea of like when Jedi get old and currently do much Jedi stuff, they just let them do whatever they want. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, you can go live on this planet. Yeah. 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 They're like, you can go retire wherever you want. Just be, be yourself. Don't cause too much trouble. Like use the force, I guess, but like not too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of tragic that like the life of a Jedi is pretty much you're in this for life or you're going to die. So it's it's kind of nice to, to see that fair, at, at least one of them had a era, Roth IRA and did financial planning and was able to I'm... retire. <laughs> at least in this retire. one, like being in it for life or dying, like in the prequels, like you're going to die. <laughs> there's no, yeah. there's no after that. But in this, at yeah. least there's like, a, like, um, and he's old enough. He's not going to make it there. He's, He's not gonna die. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I've forgotten her name because it's amazing. The the music Jedi, Avar Chris. Yeah, I was like, her name is good. Um, like, cause she even thinks about like how like she'll retire in the end and stuff like that. Like, that's a thing that they think about is like living their life after they've stopped being like an active Jedi. They actually have that hope now. Hurt. It happens. <laughs> that's why this this initiative is gonna hurt. Yep, it's gonna yep. hurt. It's gonna hurt so good. <laughs> He talked about Bell. What did you like about Bell? He it felt a little almost like um into the Spider-Verse where it's like we're seeing this like kid like he's like he doesn't know how good he is. Yeah. And like at some point we're going to get that story of him like find like getting it. Like I'm Bell Zedivar and I'm a fucking awesome Jedi. And like, I'm really excited for that story. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is definitely yeah. a fan favorite. I think we'll be seeing more of him for sure. Him and his relationship with Logden. Yeah. I his name. Right. It was so yeah. good. I love a good Jedi Padawan master relationship. Like I love, I love that right. stuff. He has this, he has this master who's making him like jump off of mountains. And he's that's catching like, him every time. He's just like, until this he gets is it. crazy that I keep doing this, but I trust him. And yeah, it was just like a really healthy relationship to see. Yeah. I feel but like that the way that, he, the, go ahead. I was gonna say, I feel like that sort of mentor mentee relationship is so Star Wars, yeah. right? And I feel like they nailed it with these two. And I'm, I'm really excited that there are, well, yeah we saw where Loden ended up, who knows how long this will last, but like at least getting to see that, that mentorship relationship with them. And there'll be others too, just by the nature of what the Jedi order is. But I really yeah. liked like that. I feel like they're of, of the master apprentice relationships. Like theirs was the one we, we got the most insight into. Yeah. Yeah. And like Beriaga and, um, I can do this. Beriaga's master. <laughs> so many characters. I can do this. I, I can do this. The graphic on my phone. I have, I have the book open. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I'm gonna nib. Nib a sick. Oh uh, yeah. I yeah. that name sounds vaguely familiar to Good me. Old nib. Yeah, that's Buryaga's master. <laughs> Buryaga. Okay. Buryaga, so relatable. 
the the chapter where he was just like on the ship and he's like i have to talk to these people and they're gonna thank me and it's gonna be really uncomfortable and i have to make small talk and they're not gonna understand me like uh, just like, instead i will just go eat and i'm like yeah. yes yeah, yeah there's like i just want food yes <laughs> so good that was that was really good yeah yeah i just wanted to hug him i loved him like his whole thing was like just being able to connect to emotions and the force and that's that's so good yeah yeah so they were not subtle about introducing like we're going to learn about seventeen thousand different ways to connect to the force because every jedi is different um but i thought that was cool too because we've, we've never really explored that yeah. before um did, did either of you have like a favorite force connection style the music one was really cool but i really liked um i'm trying to remember his name so bad <laughs> i there were so many characters yeah, I don't remember many of them except the music one. So I guess that one would be my favorite. Yeah, I think I like the music one the best too. Just give me, just give me, just give me a moment. Uh, I just like, I couldn't help but imagine this like really cool scene in a movie where like that we focus in on that Jedi, they close their eyes and like this symphony starts playing. And then like, you know. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. I liked, um, I found his name, Elzar. I liked Elzar. Mm. I liked him as a character a lot, actually. He was a really cool character. Um, and I liked him and Chris's ever ever Chris. God. Yeah, they're the two who are fucking for sure. Yeah, like absolutely into <laughs> each other. They're force fucking. Yeah. Which is yeah. A thing. which is probably amazing. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I probably mean... wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, another element of the force that we've never explored, and I'm I'm not mad that we're going there. <laughs> Probably amazing. Yeah, but because she's like, yeah. when we retire, I wouldn't mind retiring with him. But if I tell him, oh, he'll yeah. make fun of me. <laughs> I also love they... how he just whipped that out in the epilogue, basically just like, oh yeah, by the way, these two are definitely doing it in their brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Which was not a surprise. Um, but I liked his yeah. whole thing of like the force was an ocean. Because for him, it was like mm-hmm. yeah, the waves. this infinite like depth as well. And he just was interested in exploring all of that. That was his whole jam is just exploring it, pushing what he can do. Like <laughs> he's mad because the Jedi Council won't make him a master because he's just doing yeah. his own thing. So he's like, yeah, I'll... And so Ever Chris is like, I'm going to help you maybe be a master. You can just come with me and do this thing. Um <laughs> because <laughs> he just uh, he had a similar energy to um the 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 twi'lek not twi'lek the tagruda joramali god damn it i could say the name of five seconds later i'm gonna forget it this is so annoying um him and her had like a similar vibe of like they just push and are determined to get what they want and they're not chill about it no chill I'm I'm curious to learn more about Stellan because he's all like they just briefly alluded to. He also has a personal relationship with Elzar and Avar. I'm like, okay, that's interesting yeah. now that what we learned about them at the end. <laughs> How does Stellan fit into this little <laughs> polycule? Yeah. I am um, damn it, I forgot what I was gonna say from that. You distracted me with that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like that. I'm interested in that. Oh, um Mary Santica. Mary Santica? Yeah. That was cool. That was that reveal was so cool. Yeah. Like I love that. Also having the DiCaprio pointing at the screen dot gif. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
like ability yeah, to just that made me think like is that gonna be a whole thing we now learn more about like, seems like it his character pre-tfa was teased as this like knower of all knowledge in the galaxy and then he was slaughtered in the first minute of that movie and we really haven't heard anything else about him yeah i definitely thought he was going to be turning up in like books <laughs> between return yeah. of the jedi and force awakens and he really yeah. hasn't like Maybe there's some comic somewhere I'm not aware of, but uh, I, I think he might have like one comic at some point. I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was interesting to see that name pop up. Made me yeah. think that oh, we're gonna we're gonna go there too at some point. Yeah, and especially it was like the whole it was a whole family affair, right? We had we had Santecas all over the place in this book. <laughs> yeah, there were lots on both sides. Yeah, 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 and that's interesting because like I wouldn't you know if I were gonna look at Santeca ancestors, it'd be like, oh, they're like historians or connected to the Jedi temples somehow. But no, they're hyperspace scientists, which is, right. which, which I, like, pre- I appreciate that we don't have to like silo a last name into like one profession for 200 years. <laughs> if he was then the person that ended up with the map to Luke, like a hyperspace scientist, like it makes, yeah. it makes sense. It's like a different, yeah. different way than we thought like, about I would, it. Yeah. I would love to see how we got like from there to like, why was he the one? And like he had some connection to the Church of the Jedi or whatever that mm-hmm, was, yeah. if that's even a thing. But like he definitely had some connection to like the Jedi and the abstract and the Force, even if it was just like interest himself. Um, and like I feel like hyperspace and the Force are probably connected in some way. Sure. Well, I mean, or really even just to. the fact that his gay great 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 uncles were like contracted by yeah. the Jedi yeah. Order and like had a working relationship with them. Um, there was also uh, one one pair of characters. It was the I forget their names, and they're not on the chart because they're not Jedi. But it was the pair of ship, the married pair of ship captains. Oh, it was. Oh yeah, the married yeah that married couple. They're yeah. in like they're in like chapter three, I think. Yeah. And then they turn up again midway through and the book. Yeah, I. So I read chapter one where a character died, and then <laughs> chapter two when a character died. And then chapter <laughs> yeah. three was this delightful chapter with this married couple being really cute together, and the whole time not I was like, don't, I'm not gonna get attached. Don't get attached, attached. teeth. Don't get attached, teeth. They're gonna die. And then they didn't, and then they appear again. And I was yeah. like, you could have gotten attached. <laughs> yeah, that was. I had the exact same you thing with them. They turn up again, and I was like, these could have been your oh, favorite characters in the book, but you wouldn't let yourself get attached. Yep. I like them so much because she's just like, we just wanted to go, like, we we're going to go on the beach and not wear any clothes and just, like, get a suntan. I'm like, I love reading yeah. about you two. And also, like, if I followed you both on Instagram, I would hate it because Unfollow. you just post, yeah. like, 10 pictures a day of yourselves making out and it's so yeah. obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joss Adrian and Pika. That's there the they are. Ads. Yeah, the yeah. Adrians. Yeah. They were really cool. Um, yeah, I hope. There were a lot of really competent wives in this, honestly. Because <laughs> we had her, and then we had like the the one. <laughs> Is Charles Sewell a wife guy? <laughs> do we think? Do we do we think he like just loves his wife, and that's why we see these really strong wives in his books? I I would believe it. I would not be surprised. That sounds right it, to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Charles like, Sewell, the these wife wives guy. are doing great things, amazing things, and their husbands yeah. are like. Hey, and they're like, shut up, I'm doing this right now. Like, yeah. And as he writes it, he's like, Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> he clearly he's clearly like, I don't want to say into it in a weird way, but he's like into writing it as a character. Right. He like, it's his life. 
he's writing his own experience of being a life guy yeah Yeah, exactly so what about the bad guys what do we think of the nile i was hoping that they would be like a bit more weird strange like when it was just a bunch of like kind of bandits with like extra stuff i was like oh (laughs) man i I want like a weird alien species or something Mm -hmm. yeah i was so as i said i didn't i knew nothing about high republic going into this book other than it was this big thing that was going to be happening so i kept waiting for the like dark side of the force reveal Mm -hmm. yeah me too like i just like i assumed that's where this was gonna go that there's like some dark side users that are now going to be the villain of this whole thing, but turns out they're just a bunch of greedy assholes. <laughs> yeah, like super extra pirates. Yeah, Which, with with like, a little bit of a a, a lean towards cult like behaviors. <laughs> like I'm, I'm willing to like explore the story of the Jedi at the height of their powers because there is no huge dark side force, and they're literally just galaxy protectors. Like if that's what we're doing. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I just I was just kind of waiting for that, but yeah, I agree. And like once I got over that initial disappointment, I was like, okay, but yeah. these characters are very intriguing. Like Marky on Row, I want to punch him in the face, and also I don't want to punch him in the face because I like keeping my hands attached to my <laughs> to my wrists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have any like art of these guys, do we? Uh, I think Lorna Key, we have Lorna Key because she's the cover of one of the comics upcoming, but I don't think oh, we have art of any yeah, of the others. The Star Wars account just did a little animated thing on the Nile, like a day oh, we or should two watch ago. That. I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I don't know if like they name, they show characters and name them, but yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, either way, the description of the mask sounds really cool and I want to see the masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do see her. Her mask looks kind of like Infa's Nest. Well, there you go. There you go. I say if that you unscramble the letters in Lorna Key, it actually spells Enfys Nest. So that's uh... <laughs> Oh, it's um, Lorna D. We we must talk about Wet Bud. Wait, <laughs> as soon as I saw that name, I was like, Wet Bud, really? <laughs> is it Bub? This? Wet Bud, Bub, Bud. It's Wet Bub, I think. Wet Bub, yeah. Wet Bub. Yeah. <laughs> wet Bub. Um my question my big question with Wet Bub is why does he not talk like a Gungan? Yeah, interesting. Has he assimilated into basic it speech could be patterns? Different Gungan cultures, maybe. Could be. Could be. I bet maybe he's trying to Maybe they were just in. like, let's not be racist in this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, it's true. Could be a good course correction. You're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Also, I do think that part of it would be um, reading that would be quite painful. Yeah. Yeah. And like it also, I mean, it again kind of fits with that this being sort of a more utopian era, like another carrot with Baryaga, yeah. which I will give credit to Dinner Leader who pointed out that like in, in a lot of the books that Chewie is in, like the author will write raw, raw, raw. And you're just like, okay, Chewie made a sound. Yeah. But in this book, they're just like, <laughs> Baryaga said this thing and his master knew this thing because his master understood Wookiee. Yeah. Like, and that's all, there wasn't anything yeah. to it. And I appreciate that. There was a weird thing in one of the earlier chapters where like it mentioned how like one of the Jedi talking of this thing talked in another language and it was immediately translated into basic for everyone. Mm-hmm. But that didn't work for him. Why? I think it was it was a shipboard computer thing. 
So it probably depended on. I don't think the vectors might have had that ability. Okay. And because the vectors seem like very specialized craft, but I think the translation came through on a different, like one of the other bigger ships potentially. That was just. Ridiculous. I also think I don't know if it's in this book or elsewhere, but I know they've there has been somewhere where they've talked about how like the Wookiee language requires creating sounds that like most mm. species' voice boxes are incapable of creating. So it could yeah. be that like you can't translate those sounds. You know, it's whatever. It's not a human made by create those sounds. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I also like that. Um, the I, the guy, the leader of the Die Hill, um, Markian <clears throat> That guy, thank you. Yeah. Um, his like the his ship was there his whole ship made out of um, Akashik tree or was it just the the bridge that was carved out of one? Because that was a really cool description. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing it was like carved out of um. At least his bridge was like carved out of a Kashyyyk, a big Kashyyyk tree, and I was like, that's cool. That sucks, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> If it was the whole ship, I would be like, that's super cool. But I don't know if it was or not. Or <laughs> I just know part of it was. It's at least cool. It might be super cool. Yeah. It's at least at least cool. I also just wanted to mention that um <laughs> I <laughs> as I was reading this book when they got to like describing um the, the original system, um, and the moons, the fruited and the rooted, I had to put the book down for a while and just laugh <laughs> and get I got up and like told some of my flatmates because it, it's so funny yeah. i love it so much it's so that stupid. made me laugh too <laughs> it really just like pulled me right out of the book because i was like really it pulled me out in a good way to be fair it's, it's a good reminder that even in this initiative star wars is still at its root extremely stupid <laughs> extremely stupid it's so good i love it every time i think about it i'm just like i, I love the stupid series <laughs> Ah, uh, cool. Well, what do you think? Any other thoughts on Flight of the Jedi? I liked the canonization of the giant cats that the sh- Chancellor had. Oh, yeah. I loved this, the Chancellor, by the way. It and I loved really her cool. giant cats. Yeah. Badass. She's badass. Yeah. And I just and- like how she's also very conflicted. Like, we're seeing the toll of leadership on her yeah. in her inner monologues. Yeah. And the whole thing with the mountain, like, slowly getting built up yes. around. On Coruscant was really cool as well. Yeah. Because in Coruscant, we're always used to like there being no natural landscapes at all and just like buildings and city. But like there was one part left untouched and it yeah. was very cool. And then I that part eventually that. like gets engulfed by the rest of the city. Yep. Which yep. Is it's coming. So sad. Yep. Urbanization yep. doesn't stop for anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I would like some big space cats. That's That's basically my main takeaway from that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I felt like with it, like, like she was sort of the politics side of things. And I felt like there was like just the right amount of sort of, uh, you know, with the whole debate about opening the hyperspace lanes versus keeping them closed. Like there's just the right amount of, of politics sort of mixed in there again, because yeah. Star Wars at its heart is there's going to be politics. <laughs> it felt a little bit familiar of like countries discussions over what to do at the moment with um, the whole COVID thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, OK, I, this is a little bit relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. What are you most excited about for next in the High Republic? Whatever Bell's going to be in. I've, yeah, I've latched on to a character at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, I do really like I'm not letting go um, until he dies. And it was like a main <laughs> character. It wasn't like a seven second character. Right. 
thing. That's good. I feel like that's growth for you, Heath. Well, no, you see, I, the thing I is, I latched onto the character in the first chapter, and then I latched onto the character <laughs> right. in the second okay. chapter. You went through a couple of... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> Third time's a turn. Cool. <laughs> I latched on another character that died, so, you know, I'm, I'm doing doing good in this no i really do like bell and i'd like to see more of him um because yeah i feel like he's got a good trajectory for a character that'll be interesting yeah. to see yeah um, well and I like genuinely... we've been left with the clinger of him being like i'm not gonna take on the title of master until my master is there with me and whoops Loden is not accessible at the moment yeah. <laughs> yep <laughs> um the Oh, what was I going to say? I actually, I genuinely have like no idea what's coming because I haven't been keeping up with the news on this. But like, I love Claudia Gray, so I'm ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah otherwise, I have no idea. I have some feels. <laughs> I'm ready for some feels. Danny, what about you? Um, I would like to uh, see more of Mikkel Sutmani, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's priority number one. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I didn't experience the new Jedi order and I know, or legacy of the force or any of those like long running series. And I know this is different in that, you know, it's not going to be a sequential series. It's lots of books to sort of tie in, but I'm just like excited to be a part of this experience and be sharing it with other star Wars fans. Um, and we're not at the point yet where discourse has poisoned it. So like, I'm enjoying that. <laughs> and I'm hoping that because it's a little less accessible to the like shitty fans, cause they love to like sit down and watch a movie, but they're like not going to put effort into anything except for yeah. like being mad. <laughs> they probably, they already like, they already know that this is going to be like diverse and everything. So why are they yeah. going to put in the effort to like read it? So hopefully the discourse will like remain chill with this because it's got like that extra step. Yeah. Their own, their only discourse is attacking the people who are making it, which is like shitty, and I don't want to talk about it because it makes me feel yeah. irate. But um, yeah, when it comes to actually discussing what's happening in these books, those people are going to be absent from the conversation because they don't. Yeah. yeah. So we might get actually like a somewhat just like the books are meant to portray with the joke. We might get a somewhat peaceful enjoyment of this at least for the time being it'll slowly it'll follow the same trajectory by the end of it we'll all be miserable <laughs> yeah eventually as it goes in there. star wars fandom that is just the experience it's, it rhymes remember you know the, it remember we remember the trajectory from tfa to tross like <laughs> oh we sure do eventually there's gonna be a bad book that yeah. everybody hates and that's gonna yeah, it's gonna yep it'll be a th- <laughs> yeah it'll be a whole thing oh, boy. <laughs> yep and they've said that there's going to be three eras of these stories too and so here, like, it's, now you gotta oh, buckle in for the rest eras. of it. yeah that's interesting yeah yeah, yeah. but like yeah it's, gonna, and, it's and, gonna take us right up to the prequels oh man i love this yeah <laughs> oh this is gonna be some good tragedy it uh, is yeah and like I love Claudia Gray, I love Daniel Jose Older, love Justina Ireland. Like I'm so excited to see again. I was I was really dubious at first just because I feel like the there was a little too much pop and circumstance around Project Luminous, and then like the rollout was, was so kind obnoxious. of eye rolly. But like think, now that we're can here, we, I think we can all agree in retrospect that that was obnoxious. And <laughs> it was obnoxious. It was really unnecessary. The that that secret was in the box for far too long. <laughs> like I know they were excited about it, and they want us to be excited about it, but there was too much other stuff happening and it felt yep. like a lot for yeah. nothing and then and like i still now now that i know what it is look back on this project luminous stuff and i was like if you had told me then like what it would end up being i would have been like 
that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I love it. I'm excited about it. It's gonna be really great, but like that is hey. what the big secret was. <laughs> yeah. Like we have had, I guess because this is like a different era. Like we've had other eras in um legends and stuff, like the Republic yeah. goes back like millennia and that. Um, this is like a totally new era, so they were probably really excited about that. But as Star Wars fans, I think we're somewhat used to just eras happening. <laughs> right <laughs> time passes <laughs> time passes yeah yeah but yeah now that we're here i'm like all right let's put that behind us and and i'm having fun and i'm here for the ride so yeah i'm yeah. keen to see where this goes yep yeah cool all I'm right well glad i liked this first book because i'm so picky with books so i was really scared about picking it up but it was good yeah well, shout out to Delray for sending us copies of this book to yes, review. We're, we're very appreciative to, we love to you, be Delray. a part of that. Um, even if Saf downloaded how many copies of this one? <laughs> I think it was only like 10 copies of this one. Okay, so oh God, you're that learning. to me You're too. teachable. <laughs> yeah, they, okay. I that I'm sent just a Kindle saying. link like 20 times because it, it doesn't show okay, you I'm that saying, it did it. This is Delray's fault. Nick Galley really yeah, needs to fix a few weeks because it's really bad. <laughs> I literally had 20 copies of this book on my Kindle. I have 31 copies of Shadowfall on my Kindle. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's unconnected to the, the neck alley issues. <laughs> that's just Seth being Seth. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah, so just saying, Delray, if you see ex- extra copies of this being downloaded, that's why. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's a neck alley problem. So yeah, yeah. thanks to Delray. Um, we are discussing uh, the, Je- oh, what's it called? The Jedi Path? No. What is this? God, we're so bad at these names. You know what? Next time I am writing notes just for the, the name. The book is literally on my shelf over there and I can't find it. Zoom out. Tell me. No. <laughs> Dang, now I'm going to have to edit find, this. A test of courage. It's called the test, test of, of courage. courage. Yep. That's We're going to be talking about that next week. Uh, and then we'll talk about Claudia Gray's book uh, the week after that. So we're excited to be talking about these. Um, thanks for hanging out, Saf and Heath. Of course. Thank you. Thanks. I love these chill chats. Yeah. Listening. And also like find us at Rogue Padron. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're Rogue Padron everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to find us. Cool. I mean, I think that we our tagline for this, there's only one option, right? Yeah. Nice. Oh, sure. Nice. Okay. I was gonna say yeah. we are all the republic. How about we are all the republic? Republic. Well, nice. we're all the republic. <laughs> we are all the republic. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Woo! We're doing took, us, took us a few workshopping tries, but we got there. We got there in the end. <laughs> Look, we go into this with no plans. We'll get there eventually. We'll get there. The real tagline was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs>